0: Hello and welcome to Every Day I'm Learning, the voice of adult learners in Ireland, an AINTOS podcast. I'm Derva Lawless, and today I'm delighted to welcome Danielle Bonner.
1: Hello, hi, Danielle. <laughs> how are you? I'm really good. I'm wide awake. What time is it? I don't know how the time it is. <laughs> We're 12.23 on a Saturday we've come in. Oh, I've driven all the way from Donegal
0: I know, for this you're amazing.
1: Now. <laughs> Although I have an English accent, so I wasn't technically born in Donegal, but my but you're, family you're live in Donegal. Donegal heart. Yes, and, and my surname is a
0: Donegal surname. So you were just slagging me before we went on air <laughs> about the fact that I was like, oh, is Bonner an English name? And you were like, no, it's Paddy Bonner, hello. Yes, it is a Donegal name. It's a Donegal name, yes. Well, my second name is Lola, so whenever I travel anywhere, which I do a lot for work, I get some awful funny looks. I was in an airport in Germany, I think there a few months ago. And uh, the guy at the security desk held me for ages and he kept looking at my passport and looking at me. And I was like, Jesus, like, come on. I know I look a bit rough in the picture, but I look <laughs> rough now as well. It's like 7am or something. And uh, and then he just went, lawless, And I went, yeah. And he went, ha 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 lawless, <laughs> And he just started roaring laughing. I was like, OK. <laughs> Danielle, you're here today. We're talking about your uh, journey back to adult education and then also now as an educator. And you were telling me that you actually had gone on to higher education already.
1: Yeah, I have a long educational history. So I graduated, um, I did a degree in psychology and media. I applied to go back to university. So I did like the back to education. So I went and did a two year graduate law degree. Yeah. So I did that. Um, and then from there I was like, well, I want to continue this. And I actually want to do my master's in um, human rights. And wow. um, I didn't get my results I'm in time. So um, I'd applied to do my master's in McGee up in Derry. Um, and then the next course, because I was going to get funded for this. Okay. Um, so I am more supporting about funding education yeah. <laughs> as well. Um, and then, thanks to the European Commission, <laughs> the European Union, Communicating Europe Initiative, everybody for having us here today. So then I saw the next course. So I thought, what other masters are there? And they had a Peace and Conflict Masters. And so I thought, oh, you know, I'll see what this is about. Like I have nothing to lose at the end of the day. And it was like the best, one of the best things I've ever done in my life. And actually, it sort of got me to where I am today you know working and having lectures by people that had been involved in the civil rights movement in Northern Ireland you know um, it was just my it was like real eye opener and like for a long time I used to think about think a certain way about things that were happening in the world and I thought oh maybe I'm just being a bit crazy sort of thing and you know yeah. you know you don't know what you're talking about Danielle but everything they were saying I had thought for okay. years yeah, and yeah. which like,
0: is really nice it validated yeah the light bulb moment you know you know
1: yeah. you can have confidence in what you're thinking and how you of look course. at the, the viewpoints yeah. that you know like and, so
0: many opportunities yeah. that have come to you through linked with European funding yeah. which is amazing and like so you had studied that and then you came yeah. back
1: so I came back so I'd finish I graduated and I was actually doing a lot of volunteering um so I was volunteering for an organization that works and does work in Afghanistan like doing um uh, learning English but also cross um, cultural awareness and stuff right. so it was partnering like um, sort of young people in Afghanistan students things like this um, to, not necessarily students people want to learn develop their English yeah. and meet new people so they yeah. did stuff through Skype um, and like matching people like in America um, and Europe as well so I did that for I did that for over a year um, and then I actually through that I started doing stuff around gender because it was International Women's Day Yeah, and I did a lot of stuff around social media and like trying to build our online presence a bit more um, which was really quite successful because that's how then people started to find it especially in Afghanistan they found us on Facebook and they would engage with them that way through social media Um, and then I did a campaign for International Women's Day and we were highlighting issues that women on the ground were experiencing you know organisations on the ground like so like Afghan led organisations not like how international organisations that were going out there and like yeah but it should be led from the people yeah exactly so it was it was getting their experiences and their voices yeah. heard and for me at the time even though i'd done the degree i didn't look at gender as an issue in terms of conflict yeah. so this is the first time i was like oh you know that there, this is there's a connection here yeah. um and that women are experiencing conflict in a different way um and then i was like well okay gender equality is not an issue with isolated afghanistan it's an issue related anywhere. Everywhere. So I was doing that and then I got this job in back in London and again, I hated it. It was, it was commercial. It wasn't anything yeah, to you do with, to be with my Yeah, you want to be in passion. the community, working yeah. with the people. Um, I came back then again started doing more volunteering and then um, I discovered the Women's Network in Donegal. Yeah. Um, and I, so from, from the passion and the stuff I'd learned from Afghanistan, I was like, well, let's bring this to the local level um, and then... I sort of then got involved with the Women's Network and I was there for a year, like on one of the placements. So, like, what type of things did the Women's Network do in Donegal? So one of the things that we highlight women's li- women's lives, yeah. you know, we're part of a national um, collective, so it's yeah. um, it the NC NCCWN, yeah, um, and there's 17 projects. So Donegal will be one of the projects wow. um, in Ireland. So they do they vary because they're 17. They're all quite unique. So for example, us, we would do stuff. we're highlighting women's voices. We call women's voices women's lives. Yeah. um, sort of trying to do courses, short courses for women to sort of get confidence and sort of mental health and stuff. At the moment, for example. We have we're running two courses. Ones called the Power of Positive Thinking. Yeah. Um. So it's about you know, sort of tapping into your own inner power and things like this. And these are all obviously just just for women. Yeah. And they have another program that's called New Beginnings. So it's Women in the Home, New Beginnings. So it's for women that maybe have been out of the workforce or... At home. Well, actually, when I say workforce, when you're in the home, you are working. Of course. You <laughs> so- are managing a whole household, <laughs> yes.
0: potentially managing and supporting and minding and caring so for family members, So I just members, want to clarify
1: children. that, but in, ter- <laughs> but in terms of that maybe they have been a, um, the stay at home parent or yeah. a carer, you know, or maybe they're on disability allowance um, and they want to think well, they want to do something, but they're not quite sure what it is they want to do. And what of impact does that then have? Well, I think it's it's. As I like someone said to me sometimes you take baby steps. Yeah, it's a step to be able to reflect because it's it's facilitated by this really amazing sort of life coach. Yeah, um, and she sort of lets sort of brings them back to where they're at and where they would like to go so I think they do they, do, um, wow. they have guest speakers coming in so they feel
0: empowered yeah, they're brought like, back yeah. in they have That's conversations exactly. they're able um, to work together in that sense exactly. and they're
1: building their network amongst each other yeah. and even their social capital it's exactly. those support structures then. you know and I know, I know this has been going on I think about six has been run across different parts of Donegal. Like yeah. at the moment we're trying to recruit um for another area in the Gold Um, you know, and it just it just I think it just just gives you a bit of confidence and yeah. just like, it's Oh amazing. I can
0: do that and things like that. So you were involved in that and then you did a course. So just to talk about your own yeah. adult education. So experience. my also
1: go back to, so um I did a course, social analysis course. Yeah. Um again that was peace funded. Amazing. Um so it was a level six. So I'm, you did a, a level Six course, and you did another course, didn't you? Yeah, I did level four global development course with Change Makers Donegal Change So Donegal Change Makers. Mm-hmm. So
0: they're an organisation. They're one of our members in yeah. NTOS. And like, tell us about
1: Change Makers. Change Makers, Change Makers. I have to say. Again, has been another eye-opening <laughs> experience. Like I was telling you, um, when I was chatting to you this morning, that I discovered Changemakers' this course, and I thought, oh, maybe I'm not qualified <laughs> to do this. Th- yeah. To do this course, but like um, as an organization, they're in the
0: community. They're community education. Yeah. They work with like a diversity of people, and they work around
1: like sustainability, the environment. So yeah. So they work issues. on the process. So so. They work on um, global education. Yeah. Um. So basically, so at, so at the moment we do stuff around the sustainable development goals. So I don't yeah, know. If you know the, the, SDGs, the, yeah, the SDGs. Yeah. The SDGs. The global goals. Um. So it's it's how you take those because obviously they were agreed at an international level. Yeah. And um, how you
0: bring that back and implement Yeah, exactly. Implement how that in do you make those
1: a reality? in the local context. You yeah, know? because you can read something, and you think, oh, that's like that doesn't apply to us. But every single one of those goals applies to every community regardless of where you are in the world. Yeah. But at the same time it does that, it also gets you to link those global issues to the local issues so it's yeah. local to global
0: which is so important you know? because I feel like a lot of people feel like these big higher end kind of policies strategies they feel disconnected from them they don't see how does that work for me in my town in my village in my city like they need to see how it works on yeah. the ground for yeah. them and as you said all of the different SDGs are relevant and are there for yeah. every single and one of us in a local context and you can even take I gave you
1: of Afghanistan like people could think like all oh, these poor international countries they have problems you know, we should be all focusing yeah. on that, but actually, it was the global that brought me back to the local. Like, okay. I would never have as <laughs> who no, I worked doing with, your international you know, work. Major realize, realize the these are in all your issues own are in yeah exactly of in our course. local community, and I think we need to sort of remember that or you yeah know, that it's not just poverty doesn't exist just in other countries; it exists every single country in the world. Yeah. Like, I know this this food banks in Donegal. Like for me, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. You know, like I think Donegal's county's got one of the high highest levels of poverty in the wow. country, and like we shouldn't be. That should not be the case. No, and that's the power
0: of places like Changemakers. It's change oriented education. So, like, Aintos is involved in an Erasmus Plus project at the moment. That's amazing if anybody's interested. Um, called Future Lab AE and it's all around change orientated education and for anybody that doesn't know I suppose the thing to realise is that change orientated education the difference is it's it's education that specifically focuses on creating change for everyone not just that individual person so for example adult education is amazing because it's transformative it's empowering like we're both products of that (laughs) we're both sitting here as proud women who've had adult education help to change and transform our lives but change orientated Inta- change orientated <laughs> education like for example what you're talking about goes into a community and helps empower lift and transform that whole community and it's it was quite like <coughs> excuse me interesting for me thinking about it from that perspective because in that project we were talking about people who've come from say an area of disadvantage a family in poverty um, and how often they will become educated and they will leave. Um, uh, One of my colleagues, Yuri Manning um, from Finland was telling me about this um, and actually it was an Irish colleague who told him but about this amazing um, what's the word, like a concept of trying to understand this. So if you draw a river on a map, okay, imagine you have Loads of little dots on one side of the river and then that's the area of poverty, OK? Or social disadvantage. And on the other side of the river is the more affluent area. So if you give someone an education in, in some instances that one person will, with the, you know, you'll have changed their life. That's amazing. But they will often move and leave and cross yeah. the river, OK? A change-orientated education. It's where you give that whole community the power that their whole community becomes um, a happier, more vibrant, more vibrant area that has access to resources, where their whole community isn't suffering from p- poverty anymore because you've helped everyone, and that's so powerful. Yeah. And like sustainability is such an important I issue was gonna in say as it's well.
1: Sustainability as well. And you don't want like educating people for them to, to leave. Yeah, <laughs> like and, and I
0: felt guilty because I thought about it and I thought, oh my god, I need to go back, like. I grew up in a council estate and like, you know, I don't live there now. I, naturally, you move out of home anyway and you, you go and you live somewhere else. But I was like, what am I doing to give back to that community? It's not good enough just to say, oh, well, you're a role model and you did this. And you, no, you need to go back and you need to help other people. You need to be proud of the community you came from and help them to transform as well. It's being proud um, of your community, where you've come from, being proud of if you are a working class. Yeah. Like for me, that's a thing of pride. But it's not about changing or having to adopt someone else's values, which you shouldn't have to. It's about acknowledging the power of your community and where you came from and all the wonderful things that they have as well. And it is so frustrating. Yeah. And we were talking about loads labels. of these issues earlier on. Labels <laughs> as well. Labels, <laughs> labels. They can help, but they can also hinder. Like we were talking about that earlier on, you know, how like amazing advocacy is. But you can't speak on behalf no, of other people. you can't. Like... You can stand up for someone else. You can you can help to give them a platform, which they should have already. But unfortunately, sometimes people don't. And you can back up and validate and support them. But you
1: cannot speak for them. I work with young people as well. And yeah. we talk about, oh, well, we have like gender equality laws and stuff like that. But does that mean we have gender equality in Ireland? No, no. of course not. Yeah. So <laughs> it goes back to then the education side of things. Like yeah. You can have a law, but the law would only be effective if people have the, the knowledge the understanding the yeah. education to make sure that that is being implemented and sort of the values as well exactly that you understand what the issues is are you you you're open to and have a conversation about the issue it's you voicing them now so it's like
0: it's people having conversations and being vulnerable and open and honest talking about it because to be fair to people who don't know They just don't know sometimes. But to me, that's the power of adult education. Adult education makes you feel empowered and does empower you so that you feel like when you're in those situations that you can have a voice. You are able to use your critical thinking skills, your social analysis. You're able to recognise that this situation is not okay, and have the language... And also I feel like there's, there's a level of intimidation sometimes when you haven't been fortunate enough to have an education or you're come from a background where there isn't that much social capital. And an education gives you the power to do that. It gives you the voice for me, anyway, I feel in a situation where you turn and say, you know what, I actually don't agree with you and I'm not OK mm-hmm. with that.
1: Or what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. And I also know what to do next. And I think as well, like, so education gives you knowledge and yeah. it gives you that confidence. Yeah. And I know from having working with young people that they can't stand some of them. Some of them, the education system is not right for them as it is. Yeah. And I, when I work with adults, I know I've heard women say, they didn't feel like they didn't feel right in school yeah. and a lot, some of them had learning difficulties some of them had dyslexia like we were yeah. talking about earlier like yes. I had dyslexia yeah, and, like, and I, I have know dyscalculia felt <laughs> <laughs> we're just sitting I here felt, well <laughs> I felt like I was stupid like what did I know Yeah, you know and then as I've got older and started doing more stuff you know and I'm like no I'm not stupid and, <laughs> and it's a hidden disability which is really frustrating because you, you for so long you had a
0: shame about it Yeah,
1: yeah that's what you had anxiety
0: and you had shame <laughs> and you're afraid to voice yeah. and it's like there's, there's then, nothing
1: wrong with you your brain works a little bit differently and it's good to be a bit different and should we say Albert Einstein he was no hang on yeah, Einstein yes he was, was he? dyslexic wow um, a whole host of like famous people are dyslexic and a there's whole, the like, other
0: side of it it's like if you are experiencing challenges in your life it's not that like well I can't go no you might have to work a bit harder or you might need to ask yeah. for help but you should do yeah. it because it means that you'll help someone else to understand
1: that journey then. Exactly. It's like, I, I hate reading. Yeah. <laughs> like, but if People I laugh at me. With, Danielle, how did you do degrees and you're a master's and you don't like reading? Like, I had to bear it. To yeah. bear you worked really but, hard. But like, I use a lot of audio stuff. So yeah. like, if things were online, I would listen to, listen to yeah. them. So there are ways of adapting. There's ways around Like it, compensating yeah. things. Like, if you're not good at reading or like, because like, even today, like, spelling is like, not my forte. Yeah. Like, thank God for Google. I can't <laughs> do math at all. Like, you you know, Aims, I probably um, even you know, help. and I don't think that should be a barrier for things like I did a yeah. course like a train the trainer, um, a level six um, about three years ago, and like so, so back to adult education again. Yes, brilliant. <laughs> I think there was like three people that dropped out of the course. They were all women. Wow, because they once they started talking about some of the assignments and things like this um, that they thought no we can't just we, we're not able to write an essay we're not able to do this so and they like, and they that they they dropped out in like weeks th- three and four oh. and like I felt like obviously I couldn't I couldn't I, I was there to, to get me to do to do this yeah. but I felt reflected I felt so awful for those women because there could have been supports put in place yeah. like just because you haven't written an essay before essays sound like oh really scary but actually they're not like when, when you, you break, break them down, down it's a, com- a it's a conversation and the simplest sh- if you keep an essay simple you're going to get top marks yeah. because you, you're logically expressing what you want to say on a piece of paper exactly it's
0: about trying to Make sure that someone understands what you're trying to say. Exact, exact. Communication, it's um, communication. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think that's the thing that, like, so for, I suppose for anybody that's listening, here's two women sitting here who both have learning disabilities. Big we time. Got there. <laughs> yeah, it's not to say that it isn't really hard and it is challenging, but don't feel intimidated not to do a course or if you're in a course that you want to leave. Ask for help. Exactly. Reach out, find another
1: way. And I also to say I failed my A levels as well. So in theory, I shouldn't have gone to university because I didn't have and you know And adult education brought you back, it gave you new opportunities, it gave you a
0: whole new lease of life. It's helped you to connect and work in the community, make real change, support other people who have those different experiences. And here you are doing all of that because of adult education Yes. and I think that's what's important and I suppose even to wrap up because this has just been like an easy (laughs) fun conversation Danielle Um, to say that if you could say to someone else who's considering coming back to education what would you say to them?
1: you've got nothing to lose. Yeah. And someone told me actually when I was going to go to Canada and I was like, didn't have the money to get the first week on my own to have to get there. Yeah. Uh, although I was going to get money. um, She said to me, Danielle, would you regret? There's me bubbling my eyes out. Going, oh, I can't do this. Um, She's like, would you regret not going? And I, was, Yeah. yeah. She said, there you go. Yeah. So it's never live with regret. If you have an opportunity, go for it. Like, yeah, you, you can never then regret that you gave it a go. Exactly. You know, and like, and I, oh, that woman I don't even know if you still there and that's a gender issue too because women are often we get that whole thing of fear like I'm not good enough go and do it work through your fear Yeah. as someone a lady said be a badass (laughs) fake it you fake it till you make it as well exactly (laughs) yeah no 100% um, and every day every day you take baby steps work there you know and sometimes it's good to be feel uncomfortable like when i do workshops i say we're going to talk about issues and make you feel uncomfortable but work through that uncomfortableness because i yeah. just build your character yeah you know and it's like you're like elastic band see how far you can go yeah you know you, you can always come back day, to the small that's okay. part but tomorrow will can... be
0: better exactly the elastic band theory like that's amazing it's so <laughs> yeah. true so um so and yeah. you get better like it takes time it's like teaching like God, you walk into a room like you're an educator as well and you can walk in terrified. Like, so that's the people as well thinking about coming back to education it's don't feel that that educator knows everything and no, they're so confident. No, no they don't. They're just yes. human like you and they might be putting on a brave face feeling nervous down at the top of that room or walking around that room or sitting in that circle whatever way they're teaching. They're nervous and they're human too and so is everybody else but you work through it together. And
1: can I say as well so I do obviously I, you said I do stuff with adults in, in Dundee Gormand education and there are actually times I actually learn from the people of that course. I'm supposedly working to teach. Yeah. You know? So and I think that's what people would you remember, we are as a unit we're, we're, yeah. we're learning off each other you're so just someone- facilitating the learning exactly. adults have their
0: whole life experience yeah. that they bring to the table Exactly, and that's what's so powerful and be- people are all different ages different backgrounds everything and they're all in the room learning from each other so yes I don't get Yay! <laughs> Danielle thank you so much for thank today you. and I hope your drive back to Donegal oh, is okay <laughs> I might
1: stop off in Ennis Gillen to go shopping Go and get
0: yourself <laughs> No well that's a good idea because I'm breaking it up because it's a long yes. trip get a nice coffee some chocolate like put on some nice music or a podcast podcast today ah. <laughs> um, and enjoy your journey Thank, thank you. you so much Bye <laughs> bye. This podcast series focuses on adult learners Giving them an opportunity to tell their stories and to share their perspectives on adult education. You and the EU, the voice of adult learners in Ireland, is brought to you by Aintos, the national adult learning organisation. With support from the Communicating Europe initiative, on behalf of the Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade, recording takes place in a non for profit community media project, Near FM. Thank you for listening.